world dad and a world gone mad. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode two of A Single Dad and a World Gone Mad. Um, we are we're here to talk about the coronavirus today. Um, that was the kind of unofficial start to the birth of this entire podcast. So I figured let's, let's just tackle that first. Um, we're going to do this episode in two parts. The first part, um, I have a very special guest that is going to be joining me. And then the second part, we will have Kalani on and we will get her opinion on it. Um, so without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my friend. She has her own podcast. It is called Let's Unpack This. And they uh, tackle all sorts of different mental health issues among plenty of other stuff. And I'm going to stop introducing her because she can do a better job introducing herself. So without further ado, here you go. Hi. Hi. Um, who the fuck am I? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> uh, you can call me Doc. Okay. Um, what, are your, what are your credentials? Uh, I am a licensed psychotherapist. Okay. I have my master's in mental health counseling and my doctorate, my PhD in holistic natural health and psychology, and then a bunch of other shit. A bunch of stuff. A bunch of other letters, a bunch of other certifications. All right. Things that I do not have. <laughs> so the reason why I'm having her on the show is because uh, I wanted to make this very clear from the beginning of this the from the beginning of the show that I am not a mental health expert. I don't have a degree. I don't have any sort of letters behind my name to tell people how to be a parent. And um, that was like the main reason. I I don't want to sound like I'm telling people how to parent. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I figured I'll get some real help along the way. And as best help as we have. <laughs> I was and, say, I'm not really an expert either. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you know by book... Um, mm-hmm. the, the quote unquote right things to do, I guess. Sure. Um, and which is always interesting to me because I have my views on things and like, I've always just figured things out and trial and error. I failed a lot along the way and some things work and some things don't, but, uh, that's what parenting is though, right? Yep. And, uh, so that's why that's why you're here mm-hmm. and uh we'll have you back on a bunch throughout the season and throughout the show because there's some other stuff that I definitely want to pick your brain about and okay. we'll get there <laughs> um yeah we have some good ideas along the way that'll be funny um so yeah so now it is what I don't even know what what's the date anymore it <laughs> we're is, in May right it is May 9th it is May 9th 2020 um and we're we're really balls deep in this, uh, this, this shutdown and, and this quote unquote, uh, new normal, which Mm -hmm. I hate, Mm -hmm. I hate that expression more than anything. Um, yeah, I just, I hate it. And so I wanted to talk about like how, what, what are, as parents, what are we supposed to be doing? And, um, yeah, cause (laughs) I'm clueless and yeah. Um, just to clarify, again, not a parent expert, not an expert or an authority in anyone's life, but yeah, I have some ideas for my very many years of education. Um, first of all, shout out to all the parents like yourself who are homeschooling right now. I can only imagine working full time, 
working at all and homeschooling your kid. I'm honestly quite grateful I'm not a parent right now. Um, but one of the biggest things that I see a lot of adults who come in for counseling struggle with that ha- that went through this when they were younger is when their parents deny their reality. And what I see a lot with parents is they try to protect their children. And in an Like eff- shelter them from yeah. the world. And in an effort to do so, they deny their reality. And that ends up causing a lot of issues for kids as they grow up and as they become adults because they learn not to trust themselves and not to trust the world. So my suggestion in a nutshell during all of this is to just be upfront and honest about what is going on. Only ask, only answer what your kids ask. You don't have to offer them any other information past the questions they <laughs> ask you. Um, so no conspiracy theories for the child? Yeah, I mean, like, maybe not. <laughs> Um, you know, especially if they're young, um, but keep it to the facts, like keep it to exactly what's going on, how they can best keep themselves safe, how they can best keep themselves, you know, clean and healthy. Um, again, a lot of the things that we're being told were things that we should be doing anyway. Yeah. Let's wash our hands and (laughs) let's wash our bodies and our hands and not cough or sneeze on people that's just you know basic human decency um but i've been telling a lot of parents you know if your kids ask questions answer them so how for me um i've not been one to shelter my kid right um i've always been just i treat my i treat my daughter like she's an adult sometimes Mm -hmm. and she's she's five years old and how when is it too harsh of a reality and uh like this is a sensitive issue. Like, I when one of the first things we talked about is people dying, and she said like, didn't like two hundred thousand people die already? And I was like, whoa! Like, and like she says it so nonchalantly that I it made me like really like, you're saying that like it's so nat like normal, and it's almost kind of alarming that you're so comfortable with like, hey yeah, the two hundred thousand people are are dying right now, and like. Mm. I don't know. I don't know where to draw that line sometimes about how the harsh realities of like what's okay and like what is she becoming comfortable with and why is she becoming as comfortable with it as she is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, it sounds like, again, it just, it comes down to a matter of perception, like harsh reality versus just what our reality is. So if she, in particular, if Kalani feels comfortable talking about that type of thing, then that's something that you can talk to her about. Um, and I think that was the other thing, too. I was reading a lot of articles, and one of they said is, like, one of the things I read was know your own kid's mm-hmm. reality yeah. and, like, what they are. Like, I know some of Kalani's friends that, like, I couldn't... If I said, like, hey, like, a, a lot of people are dying right now, they'd probably burst into tears like if, and but I can have that conversation with Kalani and like almost have like an adult conversation with her. So I guess that was for me like I know like what I can say to her and what I can't, but I mean I I guess you know your kid. Mm-hmm. And everybody's a little bit different. Um Also, she's bringing it up. Yeah. So if she's bringing it up for you to have an open conversation with her about it, and an honest, open conversation with her about it will be much better for her than to 
I mean, of course, you know, you always can correct her, but to protect her from it or pretend like that's not happening, um, or again, you know, deny her re- the the reality, her reality. When uh, this whole thing started, um, I'm big on conspiracies and like conspiracy <laughs> theories, and I've always been the one to like take a real deep dive down that rabbit hole, and. I felt like for the first time in my entire life, this was one situation that I didn't immediately dive into this rabbit hole of like what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of accepted things for what was coming. And mm-hmm. um, it just, for some reason, it just made me think of like, I used to, sh- we would see chemtrails in the sky and uh. she would call, she thought I was saying Ken trails. So she would call them daddy trails. And, like, <laughs> then I thought about it even more, like, why is my kid talking about chemtrails at, like, three years old? <laughs> and, uh, but so I, I avoided the conspiracy theory talks with her th- this time. And I, I, I mean, for my own mental health. Um, right. I don't know. I have a friend that I went over his house and he started, like, going on and on about, like, what is going on and, like, what I need to know. And I was, like, whoa. Like, and I, I don't know. I just. I can't do that for my own mental health because, yeah. Yeah, you bring up a great point. Probably the best thing that parents can do right now for their kids is take care of themselves. Yeah. Because uh. it, it's it, your, our kids, they observe, they pick up on everything. They may not um, fully understand, you know, especially developmentally, what you're experiencing, but kids pick up on anxiety, kids pick up on what you say, how you react to things. So the more that you're trying to relax and take care of your own mental health, the better off it'll be. And she'll pick up on that and then model that. So being a model for her, not, you know, not saying one thing and then doing another. Yeah. And I mean, that's tough because like that brings saying one thing and doing another, like it, that whole saying, what is it? Do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, like with the tablets and stuff, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. But uh, yeah, uh, it's tough. I don't know what to do sometimes. And, uh, I would say just go along with exactly what you feel in that moment is authentically what you want to connect with her with or engage with her on. Um, because the more authentic we are with our kids, the more of an authentic, authentic experience they have with us versus us like trying to present something. Cause again, kids pick up on everything. They don't recognize it consciously in that moment, but their subconscious takes it on. They're way smarter than we, I get, they're way smarter than we give them credit for most mm-hmm. of the time. And especially Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary sometimes. Yeah. The, the stuff she picks up on and. Uh, it makes me really think about like how I ha- have to act around her because like she she knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think uh, one of the things that for me uh, in when this started was to really try to get into a routine. Absolutely. Um, because like uh, we had a routine and like that's how we kept seeing for a while. Like I would take her to school every day and like. We just had our, our little, like, day-to-day ritual, and, like, things were great. And then all of a sudden we're home, and it's like, we just hang out all morning? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are we just, mm-hmm. you want to watch TV? Do you, do you want to do schoolwork? And, like, 
So then we had to get into this, like, no, like, we're going to wake up, we're going to have breakfast, we're going to go in and, and do schoolwork. And it's uh, it's hard because mm-hmm. I am not the best with routine either. And I'm all over the place most of the time and trying to myself find a routine while also in, imposing that routine on her is not easy. And uh, mm-hmm. it's been a little bit of a struggle, but. I think we, we finally got there. <laughs> That's great. Keeping your routine is really important. And I don't mean that it means that you have to stick to something so strict to the point that if you go outside of that, then like, oh my gosh, something's going to go wrong. Like forcing kids too to like have a very strict time schedule, like hence why the way school works just is so horrible, <laughs> um, is not necessary. But to, you know, get them out of bed and maintain their hygiene and like, work on their schoolwork and have time outside if you can and um, exercise if you can and, and be active and connect with one another, read, um, especially right now, everything being virtual, try to limit their access to tablets and screens and stuff outside of school, um, which I know is hard. because All of their work is on tablets. Yeah. So outside of that, you know, trying to. I think like right it. in the beginning too, like they, when, they were getting ready to shut down school. They sent us a folder home with like the next three weeks worth of work. Wow. But like, and that was all worksheets and everything. And then it went straight to, right. to iPads. And mm-hmm. and then it became like, she reads books on her tablet and right. she has a couple like chapter books that she reads on her own. But like, I don't know. She just wants to be on her tablet all day. And of it's, course. it's like, I hate these things. I hate <laughs> them so much. And I, I, I know I like to think I won't give my kid one, but you're screwed now. Cause schools do it. Yep. So, and I don't know, like the, is that the new normal for kids is like, we, we can't not give them a tablet because like we want them to, be as advanced as everybody else and like mm-hmm. kind of be with the times like, mm-hmm. but where do you draw the line? I think having, um, a time frame for it, like a cutoff time at the, at the, you know, the end of the day is helpful, especially regarding them having so much exposure to it now with school. Right. And that may carry into longer than this school year. Um, and then they're also on these things at school. <laughs> Anyway, so, like, let's say everything was normal and we weren't going through this pandemic. They would be on screens all day at school, too. So trying to limit it, trying to have a cutoff time, and having that be an open conversation with your kid from the beginning to the best of your ability, and if you start that now, that's totally fine. Um, Just because then it's an understanding of what the, quote, family rules are. And then... Also, it's such a great way right now to connect more with your kids and get to learn a little bit more about them. Like, usually they're at school all day. You're not with them for eight hours out of the day, especially if you're working. Like, you're not with them during that time. This is a time to actually get to know who your kid is. Um, And you don't need them to be on a screen for that, even though it's, like, an easy way to get them to just be quiet and just stay distracted. Yeah. I mean, I've loved it. I hate to say it, but, like, I've loved this time being home. Um, you don't have to hate to say that. That's I know, awesome. but it, it just feels wrong. Like it, it, it feels wrong to say that. Like, I'm really glad this happened in a way, mm. and um, 
because it's been a reset. Like yeah. I, I had to really like look at some stuff and what better way to do it is be stuck at home and like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it can't do anything. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, it's been nice to be home and, and with her, but like also, yeah, when I do try to work, like the easiest way is to like, here, like mm-hmm. go play on your tablet for a little bit. And it's a cop out. It's like the other day she was saying something, uh, she asked if she could have tablet time and I said no. And then she just got super fidgety and like was like just getting real anxious and mm-hmm. like because she was bored and I could mm-hmm. see that she was bored. And I was I said to her, I was like, hey, you got to learn how to be bored because like you can't just sit on your tablet all day, every day. And like. May I provide a suggestion? Sure. <laughs> Please do. Because <laughs> I struggle. Uh, um. And it, it's not easy and it takes repetition and takes consistency, but so to get on their level and I always think that touch is really important. So like holding her hand or like putting your arm on her shoulder, get on her level um, so that you're eye level with her and teach her how to cope through that anxiety. So mm. a lot of the times as parents, again, like we're like, and I'm not saying this is what you're doing. I'm just giving an example. Like, okay, buck up. Like, get over it. Like, you have to just deal with this. But the problem... That's me, and I'm really bad at that sometimes. But the problem is is that kids don't know I, how to get through it. We have to teach them that. Um, I know. it. I'm so. very... I'm so... Like, <laughs> I treat her... Like, sometimes, like, I'm I'm tough with her. Like... Right. Like, she falls. Like, okay, like, get, get yourself back up and, like... But there was a time where she fell off her bike and I saw how you handled it and it was so great. Like you acknowledged her pain. You acknowledged that she was struggling. Like you, whatever, she hurt her elbow, whatever. Like you kissed it. Like you like sat there and got on her level and like helped her through it. So I think it's just probably more about being conscious of that more consistently. I'm sure sometimes if like you're not in a headspace where you're ready to be patient. Just suck it up, kid. Yeah. (laughs) Like let's move on. (laughs) Yeah. You're you're fine. Mm -hmm. Like just brush it off. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, we have to teach kids have to, how to breathe through this. We have to teach kids how to regulate their nervous systems. We have to teach kids, and these are really simple things, teaching them how to sit for three minutes a day in meditation. Like if we can, and first of all, we have the time and space to, if we can teach our kids how to do this now, they're going to be fucking golden. Um, but because no one teaches, and no one taught us as kids, at least, you know, I wasn't taught this as kids. Nope. Hence why like, I had to learn it for myself. And then I teach people that now. Um, this is the time to actually, you know, teach our children how to cope through anxieties. And then while as adults we're trying to cope through our anxieties, you can do that along with them. That makes sense. Yeah. I've been, I mean, I started a new morning routine with, like where, like, I don't touch my phone for the first, like, half hour of the day. Wow, that's awesome. And it's something since this started Mm -hmm. because I was like, I would wake up and just go right to my phone before doing anything else. And like, like I can't even sit alone with myself. So why, why would Kalani be able to sit alone with herself and, and just be still. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. But it's something to consider engaging with her in when, you know, you have her. Yeah. We've been working on it. I mean, she's been doing yoga and like she, she does a little like the yoga on YouTube that's, and stuff. That's and, perfect. 
I don't know. And when, so our routine immediately got switched to in the beginning because, uh, usually I have Kalani during the week and she's with her mom on the weekends because, uh, like with the music, I'm gone most mm-hmm. of the weekend out late nights and everything. And during the week, like I would drop her off at school and then I'd go to work for the day and then pick her up mm-hmm. after, after when she's done school. But then all of a sudden she's home every day and her mom was working from home. So we, we flip flopped and like all of a sudden it went from like, now you're going to be with mom during the week. And we just switched back because now I'm not working mm-hmm. and I'm home even more every day. And, and it was a struggle for her mom to work from home because like she's making phone calls and like, it's hard to keep a five-year-old like, I'm sure. occupied. And, um, but I know that was like a, a big change to her routine because she's used to being with dad like during the week. And like, I, I've always been the stricter parent where I have to like do the school thing and do the homework and like, when we're done dinner and it's time to get in the shower. And then now for me, like it was kind of nice because then all of a sudden I got to be the fun parent a little bit. Yeah. Um, I didn't have to leave the house to mm-hmm. go to a gig. I didn't have to like, we can just be like play. And yeah. I don't know. That's so cool. It's been like a, like I said, like I hate to say that like, I'm glad this happened, but I'm not glad this happened, but I'm glad for the things that have come from it. But that's such a beautiful sentiment because that's kind of the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, at least that's what I believe. Um, like, you know, when this first happened, I put stuff out there of like, hey, this is why I think existentially this is happening um, on a science level. Uh, and, and a lot of us have expected something like this to happen on a science level. And then also on an existential level, I expected something like this to happen in our lifetime. And... There is a, and you know, in my professional opinion and in my personal opinion, there are so many reasons why this is happening. And like what you're speaking to is taking from a lot of what we're meant to be taking from it. Like time in solitude, time with ourselves, learning how to redirect our attention, become more conscious, cope with our anxiety, connect more, even though we're in solitude separate from one another. I've never, like, I was talking, uh, talking to somebody about it like through the music thing i've never felt more connected to a lot of people and like we've been doing collaborations with people and so cool i don't know it's it's brought i've reached out to people that i would have never had conversations with um people have reached out to me who i've never i would never have like extended conversations with that i've gotten to know and which has been it's been kind of crazy because like if you think about it like we're all separate and Mm -hmm. like but yet everybody's coming closer together in yeah. some weird way and because like we're all going through it mm-hmm. um yeah and we're all just trying to figure it out yeah it's the first time in our generation and in, in our lifetime you know since the last time this happened in what 1918 but it was a lot easier to shut the world down back then um that True. we're all going through the entire world is going through the same thing at the same time even though it all looks different for people. Like I can't, like I said, I can't imagine having to homeschool a kid right now. I'm still working full time from home and doing all of my sessions telehealth. I can't imagine having to homeschool someone and then like I wouldn't be able to work. There'd be no way. 
I, I was talking to my friend who has a small business and, and two kids and she was like, they have a small business and, uh, yeah. And, uh, she's a teacher and she was like, these zoom meetings are so hard. Like you, I have two kids, like two toddlers running around like crazy. And yeah. like, how am I supposed to pay attention to my preschool students while dealing with my toddler kids being crazy and like everybody has it a little bit different and it's I know some people have it very difficult and I know it's unfortunate though that there are I get sad for the kids that are have really bad uh home environments yeah and um because I feel like school was like an escape for a lot of kids and yeah it's shitty to think about like Mm -hmm. Um, and then it, like, it kind of puts things into perspective for me too, because it's like, I'm not, I'm not wealthy by any means, like financially, but like, I'm blessed to where like, I, I have this awesome place that I live and Mm -hmm. like, I have like, I get to wake up and like, I don't know if we want to go outside, we can go on the boat. We can. And like, not out of. I feel guilty sometimes that like that we have it as good as we do. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't don't know how to describe it. Mm -hmm. It's like we just have to be grateful for what we have. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're here for a reason. And I I, I did work my ass off to get where we are. And sometimes I have to let myself be yeah yeah but yeah everybody's situation is different right now and i don't know what i would do um with any more kids running around (laughs) right like i'm grateful that i only have one kid and i i get a break because Mm -hmm. she goes to her mom's right like i know some people that don't get a break that are still like you said working from home and I, i really feel for those people yeah um Everyone's experience is relative. Everyone's pain is relative. Everyone's joy is relative. And just because other people have other experiences doesn't have to take away from yours. You know, to say that you can't be sad about something because other people have it worse is the same thing as saying you can't be happy because other people have it better, you know. And it sounds like you have a level of humility about your experience rather than needing to feel guilty for it. Um, Plus also, like, being wealthy does not equal automatically uh, having a stable home environment. True. Trust me. That is very true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like I I used to live in a shit shit house, rooming house like 10 blocks away and uh, I didn't have kids at the time, but Yeah. Uh I don't know. Kalani is a really cool life. I I mean, as you know, I wish she was like you could hand her off to me. I've had people tell me that like they wish they could have Kalani's life. Yeah. And like, it makes me laugh because like, especially cause like, it'll be like, I'll get like a random DM and be like, can I just be <laughs> your kid for like a little bit? And I'm like, I mean, no, but like, I get what, like, I don't know. I try, I try to give her the best possible, like for what we have, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
But that's a huge testament to you and Taylor's parents. True. Like, I wish I was Kalani. I wish she was my kit. Like, I wish, like, a gajillion things with Kalani. <laughs> so it's a testament to you guys and how you've parented, even though I know... It hasn't... Know, I mean, it's been a rough road. Yeah. Uh, Which is, like, even more... Like, says even more. I know, and it's scary sometimes because... You ever, like, wait for the shoe to drop? <laughs> and... I hear you. I feel like she's she's been through a, a a decent amount in her short five years, and like I know I project towards the future, and I'm absolutely terrified that one day the shoe is going to drop, and I'm sure it will mm-hmm. in some sort of way. Yep. And I guess I'll just deal with it when it comes. Exactly right. <laughs> because I mean, I worry about it every day, like. There's nothing you can do about it. Whatever her life path will end up being, whether you try to protect her or try to be super brutally honest with her, like whichever one it is, um, there's only so much that we can do as parents. Like, you're going to fuck up your kid one way or another, whether you like it or not. Yep. And that's just kind of part of the deal. Um, but we're all going to have daddy issues in some ways. <laughs> so we're all going to have daddy issues. All my clients therapists. I have have daddy issues. You know what I mean though? Like, and like that, I think that I've spent my entire like parenthood just like, like what can I do to prevent my daughter from having daddy issues? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Well, I think by you showing up for her and trying your best to validate her feelings and, and teach her how to cope you know, to the best of your ability in the appropriate ways that we're meant to be. So again, like, and I know this seems so ridiculous for a five-year-old, but it's true, like meditation and breath work and like you said, yoga and getting her outside and doing all the things that you guys do together and not denying her reality, like getting on her level, like letting her be seen, heard, and understood as a human being, even though she is five. I mean, that's the best way that you can let her not have daddy issues, even True. though, like, she'll have a complex somewhere along the way, but it doesn't have to be something that she holds on to as a wound or, you know, ends up turning into, like, a trauma bonding pattern. Um, she, she can be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. It's scary. She also has a lot of adults in her she life. Does. Like so much you guys have so much support around you. I think that's why she is the way she is too. Is like when I say like I feel like when we talk about this I feel like I'm talking to an adult yeah. in a lot of senses because I think when she was like she was the only kid around. So mm-hmm. she was just around adults and like right. we all just talked to her like she was she was an adult. Mm-hmm. And like I guess like with this I've been we watch the news, and I, I know uh, we we watch the news. They can't see me. I, I know, <laughs> um, but we limit it yeah. definitely. Um, Great, but I also I do like to like get some kind of because if not, I'll live in a bubble. And, True, um, right, right. And it is you got to get your news from where you mm-hmm. choose your source wisely. Yeah, but. Um, because I remember I texted Sabone when this first started, and I said, do you think if I deleted social media, this would still be happening? And I meant that, like, in a way of, like, if I just don't go on the Internet, 
would I even realize that the whole world is com- like mm-hmm. basically coming to an end right now? And like she she like kind of like reamed me out. It was like, no, like you're just being ignorant, like mm-hmm. to like what's actually going on. And like she was right. Like I'm not gonna deny that this is happening. Right. And I I'm also not gonna deny like talking to Kalani about like that this is happening. Like no, this is this is what's happening, and we're just gonna deal with it. And I will probably get chewed out, chewed out for this comment, but I have not turned on my, I don't, I also don't have cable, but okay. like I haven't turned on the news since this started. And I know exactly what's going on just cause I read up on it and I read up on the science behind it and all of that stuff. Um, but just because I have to be so conscious of what I consume, especially since this is what I talk about most of all And it day. affects our own mental health. Yeah. So in an effort for me to stay sane, like I know exactly what's going on, but I don't need to know more than what I need to know about, if that makes sense. Um, and that's like with kids too, stick to the facts. Don't bring your opinion into yeah. it. <laughs> like that's not necessary. No. And uh, I think I, one of my things is like, I want her to form her own opinion. That's good. And like, it's something that we'll talk, like I want to talk about with other things because, uh, like I have my influences on her Mm -hmm. and, but I don't, I don't want to give away the next episode, but the next episode is literally, am I making a little miniature version of myself? And like, (laughs) I'm going to talk to her about like different sports and like why she is, why do you like, why did you wrestle this year? You know what I mean? Oh my God. I loved that. But like, I, I don't want her to only wrestle because I wrestled. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want her to, do what she wants to do and like when it comes to this like i'm not gonna i want her to have her own opinion on things absolutely but how does a five-year-old get their own opinion on something that's going on in current events and like what type of media do we give them or what like do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. how to how do you give a five-year-old news without like well my suggestion would be is, is again, just like talking to them about the facts. I don't know if, she, cause she's like, like we've talked about, she's, she's mature, but like Sesame street put out a whole thing about it. We listened to a, the daily put on a, a good podcast oh, for, good. for kids yeah. and it, it, they had kids on and they asked like questions and we good. listened to that. And like there, there has been some good specials about like mm-hmm. geared towards kids. And I think they've done a great job at like, but I also, my my opinion too is like some of these things that are geared towards children are like I feel like are almost too baby for her. No, that's yeah, that's what I was. So I have to like mm-hmm. I have to like let her have that, but she gets bored of it. She's right. like, uh, like yeah, I don't know. Like cool, this yeah, is this ridiculous. Um, well, and with her too, like if she asks you questions, I would answer those questions. But I mean, would I necessarily let a five year old? you know, watch Fox or CNN? Not really. Um, Just because, again, like, there's just... We see how it affects adults. I mean, I see how it affects my clients who sit in front of the TV all day. They're not doing great. No. (laughs) So it just speaks to, again, like, being conscious of what we consume and so being conscious of what our kids consume. And it's not, again, trying to protect them, but it's also not allowing them to, you know, go down the rabbit hole of finding conspiracy theories. 
on YouTube and things like that. Yeah. Um, like, that's just not necessary. I know my friend was like, yeah, I've been up, like, for, like, all night. Like, You're like, how is that helpful to it's, us? It's not. <laughs> I had to, like, tell my mom, like, turn off the news. Because, mm-hmm. like, if they just repeat the same thing over and over again. And it, exactly. In different forms. And yeah. I was watching John Mayer, like, ha- does his, like, live Sunday show. Okay. And he said something, I forget exactly how he said it, but he said, we're just getting more and more bad news every day. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we just kind of have to know that like things are bad right now Mm -hmm. and like filter the bad news that we get and let ourselves get every day. Because we know like when we wake up tomorrow, for the most part, it's going to be more bad news. Mm -hmm. And... I kind of took that to heart because like in the beginning I was like staying very up to date because my job was in in jeopardy. We didn't know what was going on. Um, But I felt like every day was like another letdown. Mm -hmm. So I had to like step away from like getting let down every day. And like now I've reached the phase of acceptance where it's like nothing I can do. Like, so when it, when it gets better, it will, but for the time being, I'm just going to ride it out. Yeah, what I think a lot of people don't realize, or what I don't, it's not that I think I know it, because I (laughs) talk about this all day, like, that reality exists whether we are aware of it or not. Like, people are sick, numbers are going up, and numbers are going up because we're finding more out, not because of anything other than that. Um, Like, it's getting worse because we're finding more out. You know, it's been bad from the beginning. Um... But our reality, our own internal reality stays the same regardless of whether it's going on outside. Like my, my personal world stays the same whether, you know, I learn about more shit or not. So if I were to personally get sick or like I have a personal situation that changes, like then my reality changes. But we're still going to wake up and still be going through the same motions that we would, whether we sit in front of the TV and learn all of these things or not. And we have an opportunity to cultivate our, quite honestly, like our own happiness um, within this solitude, whether we know what's going on or not. So I think it's so important for us to know how to best protect ourselves, how, how, how to best help protect each other. Um, like, again, for someone who has not turned on the news in seven weeks, I'm the only person I see when I go out in my neighborhood who's wearing a mask. So let's just, like, point that out. You know, it's just, yeah. like, I think it's important for us to know how we need, how we're supposed to be and how we're being asked to show up for one another and show up as a country and as people in this world together. But it's not really necessary for us to, like, watch, you know, videos and pictures of like everyone dying like we know that it's happening um i think mm -hmm. for kids too like that's the thing like their reality is like Mm -hmm. we're not going to school right now so i'm home every day so what can we do while you're home and right and what can we create for this reality to make a sense of like normalcy like Mm -hmm. i don't know um we're stuck in this. Like, yeah. this is it. Like, this is what's happening. We don't have a timeline on it. Um, a lot of people, and this h- comes up with kids as to why I bring it up. Um, 
Like, there's constant questions. There's constant questions to me. There's constant questions to everybody else. Like, well, what do you think? And what do you think this is going to end? And, like, we're not an authority on this. No, I have no idea. And I, No one knows. Nobody <laughs> knows. And, like, I, Kalani, I asked Kalani, I said, do you, like, when do you think you're going to go back to school? And she's like, I don't know. And she doesn't want, I mean, she, mm-hmm. she, I was like, do you miss school? And she's like, no, not really. I'm like, <laughs> awesome. But yeah, I don't know when sometimes the questions that she has, I, I don't have the answer to. And cause I don't know. And I guess it's also okay to not have the answer. Yeah. Like it's totally okay as a parent to say, I don't know, rather than make up an answer <laughs> that's going to just be total bullshit or again, try to protect them. And then what if that doesn't end up happening? I mean, it is what it is, but it's okay to say I don't know. Yeah. As a parent, as just in a person, n- we've never been through this before. We have no idea what's happening. Yeah, okay, June 5th is a great deadline right now, but, like, that could be extended. That could be shortened. We might have to do this again in the fall. Like, we really don't know what's going to happen. I've been seriously considering uh, when it comes to the school thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm almost looking at this as an opportunity I don't know if I'm going to do this, but like full-time homeschool at this point from this point. I knew point. you were going to say that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, if Kalani was a different person or a different child that had maybe some, like wasn't good in social settings and needed to be like a social butterfly, all, like it, she, I would say, you know what? You need to be in school around a bunch of kids, but like she is, very good in social settings and like i don't know it's kind of i think it's making a lot of people really rethink of like yeah maybe we can we can be all right like homeschooling our children and like i I don't know what it's going to look like and i guess uh it's just all different options to consider along Mm -hmm. the way and and i guess like while i'm considering all these options just trying to keep my attitude and outlook on the most even keel possible because I mean, this is normal now and Mm -hmm. I don't know. We just, I'm trying to provide some sort of stability in the insanity, I guess. Yeah. I think you're doing a great job. Uh We'll we'll, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how it goes tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I appreciate you coming and, and having this conversation because there were some questions that I, I had and um, we'll definitely are going to have you on multiple times because oh no, <laughs> there is a lot. Um, I have a lot of questions and I um, will say this is free therapy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I am very expensive. So. But uh, so now we'll get to the second part of the episode where we bring Kalani on and um, she'll talk to you about her opinions on the coronavirus and what's kind of going on. And thank you again for being here. And yeah, um, make sure you go check out Let's Unpack This Podcast. It's available everywhere you get your podcasts. And yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks You're for being here. You're doing great. You're trying. <laughs> and we will, yeah, here's Kalani.
you know what's going on right now? Uh-huh. Whoa. The world's gone crazy and <laughs> they lose their mind. Everybody's losing their minds. Yeah. Uh, people are definitely losing their minds, right? Yeah. Do you know what the coronavirus is? Yes. It's a sickness that can... You forget? Yeah. Well, what do you think it is? It doesn't matter what you... It's a sickness that you can get that could probably make you die. It can, yeah. Because it made like 200,000 people die already, I think. Yeah, I don't know what the the actual number is. I think it's like 2,000 probably. It's more than 2,000. 5,000 probably. No, I think it's like 100,000 or 200,000 right now. Um, I think it's probably 300,000. Oh. I'm guessing that. Yeah. It's a lot of people, isn't it? Yep. Like, how did that even happen? That's that's the whole question. Yeah, because if you don't even wear a mask in a store, that could get you the coronavirus. Kind of. No, well, the masks, I think they're supposed to be for... So when I wear a mask... So it protects other people from your germs. Exactly. You are so smart sometimes. And it is... Do you like wearing a mask? Well, it kind of sometimes makes my face sweat. It makes my face sweat, too. I don't really like it, but, I mean, it's what we have to do right now, right? Yeah, and sometimes you just don't, sometimes you, if you want to wear it on a bike ride, you can. If you don't want to, it's fine. Well, we kind of try to wear them on our bike ride, right? Well, mom usually says we don't really have to wear them doing bike rides. Oh, okay. What's it like being home? I sometimes like be outside, just fishing outside. But I really like it at home because I get some time with my dad. Mm, I know. It has been a, a... a reset for me and getting to spend time with you. Usually I have to be the the dad that takes you to school every day and, and then does homework every night. And now I get to be the fun dad and we get to do fun stuff. So it's it's been a change for me. And yeah, because I only have to do like five minutes of school because <laughs> I usually just do it on my tablet. We do, we, we do more than five minutes of school. Well, we probably, before, I had to go to my, I had to, I have to do, like, one, three hours of schoolwork at my mom's house. Yeah. It was pretty boring just doing schoolwork without any fun time with mom. I know. But, I mean, you gotta, you gotta learn how to, you gotta do your schoolwork, right? Yeah. Because I don't think we're going to go back to school this year, so... Yeah, probably, like, what if it actually takes, like, 30 years to go 30 to years? <laughs> yeah, what if it actually takes that long? I don't think it's going to take that long. I hope not, because you'll be all grown up. You'll be In 30 years, you'll be older than I am. How old was it? How like, old are you right now? Um, five. Old. So how old will you be in 30 years? I would probably be, like, 
If you're if you're five now. I would think I would be forty by then. <laughs> Close. Your math is a little off. I think it would be like twenty five. What is, if it, I think it would be like forty. <laughs> so if you're five years old now, add thirty to that. Hmm. I don't know what it would make. <laughs> It'd be 35. I would already be 35. And th- if school didn't start for another 30 years, but... That would be crazy. I know. It would, like, be... Our house would probably be destroyed by then with all the wind. <laughs> what if our house got destroyed by all this wind? In 30 years? I know. I think, why would our house get destroyed? I don't know, because what if the wind was so strong it just, like, destroyed our whole house? It is very windy here, isn't it? Yeah, but get, if our house got electrocuted, it would probably break. Why would our house get electrocuted? It would be all brown. <laughs> it would be browner, probably. Our house is brown. It's just made out of wood. It would just be browner, probably, then. Because it would look like popcorn. Oh, okay. Does that make you sad that we're you're not going to go back to school this year? Well, no. Really? Yeah, because I like to just stay inside sometimes. I actually do, too, sometimes. Um, but I... I usually just sometimes just fish instead. I just well, we, I mean, luckily for us, we we are fortunate to where we live. We we have we live on the water, so we have a a dock out back that you can fish and yeah, and we can go on bike rides sometimes around the corner. Yeah, is that does that help make the days better for you right now? Like being able to like just go for a, a boat ride or a bike ride. Well, I love going for boat rides with Dad. Me too. You've been going with bike rides with you. Oh, I love going on bike rides with you. <laughs> do you think... Do you miss your friends at school, though? Well... I miss my friends. A little. Just a little? Well, I, I miss Ayana, Valerie, and Mesa. Well, I miss all the girls in my class. No. Not the boys, though? No, the boys are always mean to me. Mm. They always call me crybabies in class. That is not nice. Yeah. Why? I don't know. That's rude. Yeah. Because they think I always cry, about, which I don't usually, but sometimes. You cry in school? No. I actually did one time when... I actually bumped this tooth, and it started to bleed. For, uh, for I remember that. I got that phone call. I, I, I was trying to do a trick that my friend did. <laughs> it almost made my tooth pop out. Didn't work out so well. It actually went, It was actually kind of bloody. Do you miss your teacher? Oh, yeah. I miss seeing her a lot. How is it, like... Having mom and dad, like, trying to be the teacher right now. Pretty fun. Is it? Yep. I'm... Teaching is hard. Yeah. Because I don't usually do most schoolwork here. 
You know where I do most schoolwork from? Where, at Mom's? Yeah. Yeah. Because right now, usually you're with me during the week, right? Yep. But now, since Mom's working from home, Daddy gets to be the weekend dad. Yep. And it's pretty fun over here because we always go in kayaks during the summer. And we have paddle boards we can always use if we want, like. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I It's it's weird. I never get to be home on weekends because uh, I, I play music for a living. And and I really, I don't know, I, I, I've been kind of enjoying being home on the weekend and, and just getting to spend some time with you. Do you think we're gonna? Do you think you're gonna go back to school in the beginning of uh, next year after the summer? Nope. Do you not want to go back to school? Well, I do, but not that that much. You don't. You don't like school. I don't really like just going to school. I just miss my friends and my teacher. Yeah, I mean, I guess. You're in kindergarten, though. School's supposed to be fun. Yeah, we we usually get some Lego time, which is pretty fun. Oh. At the end of the day, after lunch. Well, all right. And before lunch. And most of the day, I mostly like what I like most and my class Legos cuz I love playing with those Legos. I like Legos. We yeah. should build some Legos soon. Yep. I think I have some we could build. I think we I think I do have some. So how how how's mom mom and dad doing as teachers? Are we good teachers? Yep. All right. Do you think uh do you think you're learning a lot? Yep. What have you been learning recently? I've been learning what 40 plus 40 is. What's 40 plus 40? 80. Good job. All right. So do you do you know why we can't go around other people right now? Because we could probably get sick. Or we could probably get other people sick? Yep. Yeah. Because, like, what if, like, someone that had germs on their hand, like, what if they just sneezed on their hand and put their hand on the door handle, then someone, someone like, one of us touched it? And then we get it, right? Yeah. So is that that's why we've been using a lot of sanitizer, right? Yep. And we mostly have a lot of hand sanitizers. As a, we've only went to the store like once or twice, isn't it? It's weird, right? We like probably went like, well, I went with my mom a couple times. I probably went with her like five times. Yeah. I don't like it. But we always just wear masks. Yeah, I don't like going in stores right now at all. Nope. Um, I do miss hugging my friends though. Yeah. I miss... I'm glad I can hug you, but... Yeah. Because we, like, always sleep together, don't we? Yeah. Not always, but 
Well, we always do. <laughs> but not one Rachel this year. <laughs> no, we did not. I've been fighting with the, the sleeping in bed for a long time, and uh, it's a ever-losing battle, and we will actually have a whole episode dedicated to um, co-sleeping and and talking about bedtime and and how we handle it. So, um, it's a it's been a losing battle. Um, <laughs> yeah, cause you're getting too big. Yeah, cause like. Remember when Otto jumped on me at? I know, but now head. now there's no excuse because you don't have a dog to jump on you in the middle of the night. Yeah, and like next summer, I probably want a puppy for my birthday. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> uh, then I'll sleep with it every night. Do you want a big puppy or a little puppy? Little puppy. Okay. When it gets bigger, it's fine, because I'll still kind of get to sleep with it a little. True. So, do you know why we, like, does it, do you know why we can't go visit our friends right now? Because we could get someone sick. Exactly. Because, like, now for birthdays, we... What do we do for birthdays? We just drive by. It's nice, though, right? Yeah. Because, like, a couple days ago, we went for a drive-by. Whose birthday was it? It was for someone named Paula. Yeah. And it was pretty fun. It was. There was a lot of cars there, right? Yep. Everybody peeped their horn? And it's like, that's like the new normal right now, right? Yeah. I hate that expression, but it is the new normal. Um, and like, it was pretty fun going to the farm yesterday. Yeah. Uh, my mom's friend actually has a, a farm that we got to go see chickens, baby chickens, baby, baby chickens and ducks. And what were the things that spit at you? They were alpacas. Alpacas weren't so nice. They were not very nice. Well, tell them why the white one wasn't nice to me. Oh, the white one was pregnant. Yeah. Right. And it didn't want want us near it. So every time we get close, it would it would. Pretend. It would spit at me. Yeah. Like it, it looked like it was sneezing, but it was spitting. It, yeah. It was super crazy. I didn't like it because I got alpaca spit all over my face. You did, and then we had to clean it up. <laughs> but Dad decided to wipe it on me. Sure. I did. So, yeah, we... We been, could have wiped it on the grass. We've been trying to think of some different activities to do um, to just stay socially distant, but also uh, just kind of curve this boredom right now. And it, it's hard. Um, we What did we do last night? We did a cooking class. Yep. That was fun. We did the last two weeks, right? Yep, and we did. What did we make last night? Um, we did gnocchis. Yeah, gnocchis. Those are most. That was pretty good. Yeah, thanks Tony Baloney's uh, for doing a virtual cooking class every Sunday. It seems. I yep. think we're gonna do another one this weekend, right? Yep, probably because we did the calzone a couple weeks. 
That was good, too. Yeah, I loved Calzone, but not as much as a Calzone. That, I didn't really like it as much. Yeah. Because it was actually pretty big. I can I ate a whole plate, but I didn't eat the whole calzone of mine. Do you have anything like do you have any questions about what's going on about the virus or anything that like from your perspective? Because I have my opinion on it and I don't know your opinion and we've talked about it before, but what do you have anything you want to ask me? Well, yeah. Wait. You don't? <laughs> no, I do not. All right. Because well, I remember when this whole thing started, I still have a lot of questions. Uh, I didn't know, I mean, why exactly it was so serious and why why this was any different than uh, other viruses that we had. And, and in the beginning, there was a lot of panic and anxiety through it. And um, now we've kind of leveled out and come to more of an acceptance phase of this and just kind of living day by day about uh, dealing with the new normal. And uh, I think that for me, I tried in the beginning to just try to stay as as even keeled as possible just for Kalani because uh, when kids kids can pick up on your, your anxiety. Do you know, do you like, do you get stressed when daddy gets stressed? Not that much, but I always love you, even when you're mad at me. Why would I be mad at you? Well, some, well, this morning, remember? What, why did I get upset this morning? Because you said I should write a letter for Jane, but I was going to write in the book, and then I was just dang my yeah. Which I don't like timeout as much. Me either. I don't like putting you in a timeout. It's not fun for me. I don't yeah. like... I, it's, I hate getting in arguments with you, and I hate when we have um, issues, and I don't like, I don't like arguing, and I don't, yeah. like, I don't like seeing you sad. But we've been working on this whole thing with uh, like respect and how like not talking over adults, and, and you're getting better, but sometimes, sometimes we have some problems. Yep. Well, not all the time. No, you're... I don't have any bedtime lights anymore. Yeah, because you've been... Just sleeping in your bed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I've given up the fight for a little bit because with, with kind of how things have been, uh, it's been an adjustment. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't you don't get upset when when Daddy gets sad. No. You always usually come up to me and hug me and say, you know, I love you. Yep. And I don't really sometimes like when a bunch of places are closed because when we go for our bike rides now, Everything. we don't bring a water bottle anymore. Everything is closed too. Yeah. So now we can't just stop at Swords. When we get thirsty, uh, when we're on our bikes anymore because of the coronavirus, and I just always get thirsty during our bike rides. 
I know. I'll start bringing a, a water bottle. I got. Uh, where's your pink? You had a pink water bottle, and I can't find it anywhere. Wait, I got a new one that right. I I just flip up the little tab and then push down hard. And then I just take a sip of it. All right, we'll put it in your basket next to your stuffed animal that you usually bring. Yeah, I usually just bring like favorite stuffed animal. Like when when one stuffed animal is good to another, I just bring them for bike rides. Oh. It's like always. My animals are always nice and great animals. So it's really it's really been annoying that everything's been closed and we understand why it has to be closed right now. And I think everybody's struggling with the same idea that, like, things can't just be normal. And what is normal anymore? Um, so we've had to, like, readjust our routine and our lifestyles and our, our daily, just the way we go about life. And, um, yeah, that's one thing, like, on a bike ride, we can't just stop and grab something to drink, right? Yep. So, um Cause I don't usually like that. Cause I just when we don't bring water bottles, I just when we get back, I usually just want to chug a whole water bottle. I know we went on that long bike ride the other day, right? Yep, it was like it was actually. I was thinking it was one hour, wasn't it? Yeah, it was probably it was easily an hour. Easily one hour. Because we rode one, we did two times. We rode our bikes from our house to the boardwalk. So, being home right now, um, like, we've had a different, like, routine. And and one thing that I've always not really liked, and something we'll talk about in another episode, but uh, are devices and how um, right now, like, all of our schoolwork is on your tablet, right? Yep. Because I don't do many papers anymore. I know, because, I mean, all your schoolwork is now virtual. And, and for me, like, when I was a kid, when I was your age, we didn't even have iPads, right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and you only had wired phones. You're right. Well, the, there was also phones on the street. I know that. Pay phones? Yeah, you have to pay for them. But there's only one way if you wanted. It's kind of legal, but you it's actually a hack you could do on YouTube. What what are you talking about? It's actually something you could do. What do you do? You get a Starbucks thing, but you could still use it for your coffee. You put it in your coffee if you would like. And then you tie a quarter to it, then use it on something like a car paying machine that you have to pay for it. A, a meter. Like a, a parking meter? Yeah. And then what? Nothing would happen. So what do you mean? So you could actually park your car for the, like, for 10 hours. Wait, so what do you, what you, you tie, what you, do you do? So you tie the quarter. Well, it's actually supposed to be a big quarter. Okay, so you tie a quarter to what? To a thing that holds your coffee so it doesn't spill. Oh, like a stirrer thing? 
Yeah. Okay. That keeps your coffee in there so it doesn't go. And then what? So then you tie it to the, to the, the thing, and then you just... You put it in? Put it in, then pull it out. Put it in, pull it out. Put it in, pull it out. Put it in, pull it out. That's illegal, though. You're not allowed to do that. How does that actually work? What? So, yeah, shout out to YouTube for teaching my kid how to hack into uh, parking meters. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about, YouTube. Because you can also do that on phones that are on the street. Yeah, pay phones. Yeah. But we can't do that. Yeah, because that would probably make a person go to jail. Yeah. Because never do that. Yeah, so if you did... You will probably get arrested. Probably. Oh, okay. So, yeah, back to YouTube and devices because that's kind of... There's a lot of stuff on YouTube right now, and I hate it. I hate YouTube. I hate hate these devices, and I I try to limit your screen time because I don't like the way it affects you. Yeah, because, like, yesterday I was on my tablet for two... Hours. Why, though? Why do you always like to be on your tablet? I don't know. But I actually, it's pretty fun because I actually saw an FDTV video about the coronavirus. And what did that say? They showed you how to make masks if you can't buy one. Well, you have a mask, right? Well, if we wanted to make one, we would use hair ties. And a vacuum, like, thing that brings all the yucky stuff into that. Oh, okay. Like a filter bag? Yeah, a filter bag. Huh. Yeah. So there's been a lot, like, a lot more time on devices, and um, I don't don't know what to do half the time. I don't know, is it okay that we're spending our time on devices, and we try to limit, there's certain times throughout the day where, we have like a device free time where there is no devices and uh like i personally uninstalled some social media apps on my from my phone so i can only go on my computer because i noticed for myself that like right now we're bored and um we should I, just have some fun like exactly. my mom had tiktok but she deleted it for no reason when i loved it because i actually really like tiktok we, I, I actually, when I had TikTok last time, well, I had it on my tablet, like, a couple, like, one year ago. I actually had it on my tablet, and I actually saw something pretty cool. Oh. A bike rider jumping from one house to another. No way. It was so crazy. It was crazier than a motorcycle doing that because a motorcycle wouldn't be able to jump. Uh, I mean, no, a motorcycle can jump. But well, it, could, it can't take a giant skyscraper to another giant skyscraper. All right. That wouldn't work because what if the motorcycle fell all the way down to the ground? I don't know that it would get hurt. With 
No, with a person on it. Yeah, he would get hurt. Yeah, probably. He would probably just break his leg. Probably. That, w- that would be so bad if that really happened to someone. Do you think, um, do you think we're going to go back to normal for summer? Nope. I'm guessing no. Does that make you sad? Well, yes. We, so we live at the beach, and uh, the beaches have been closed, and uh, the boardwalks have been closed. My t- local town, uh, they have not closed the boardwalk, and it's definitely been crowded, but uh, not as bad as I actually thought it would be. But um, uh, I surf a lot, and so my local surf spot has been very crowded recently and uh, has made me not surf. Um, it's, Yeah. I don't want to go sit in a pack full of people. And um, so I've only been out a few times. And uh, yeah, it's luckily, I mean, where we live in the summer, we can sit at home and sit outside and be on the water and and be okay. And we are, we're extremely blessed. And, uh, but I'm, I'm personally like, I I would like, I love going to the beach, right? I, I love like our summers on the beach and I, it's going to be, I don't know, I'm, I hope, I don't know what to think. Yeah, because I, I actually tried to surf before. My surfboard went away from me. I think it hurt, but another girl just gave me my surfboard back. Yeah. Because it flew over to three girls. Yeah. You... I mean, this summer will definitely get you surfing more. Yeah, because you, like, pushed me. You just pushed my surfboard away from you, and it just made me face plant in the <laughs> water. Wait, so it was my fault that you, you face planted? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what summer is going to bring, and I'm kind of I'm I'm sad about it. And some days I I hope for the best. And I mean, I want to go back to work, but I don't I don't know uh, what that means for the summer. And I think uh, yeah, it's scary. I don't I I play music seven days a week in the summer, and that's how I make the majority of my money for the year. And as of right now, I'm booked every day from like Memorial Day to Labor Day, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I don't know what if we're going to have all these gigs or not, and um, yeah, it's scary. Um, I don't know if we're going to be allowed to go to the beach. I don't know if we're going to be allowed to go to the boardwalk. And I know they're talking about opening some things up, but... But uh, we're... Because Trippin' Scoops was there for a long time, but it, it's actually never opened. Uh, it's not any... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a... A Trippin' Scoops, but it hasn't opened for, like, probably two years. I know they've been under construction for a while, and I thought we were getting one near our house. So we'll have to go to Ocean City to get it sometimes. Yeah. But what if we actually got 
close to our house. Uh, that'd be awesome. We would just always go there. I know. We've been trying to, I mean, we've been eating out a little bit, right? Yeah, but we haven't been getting ice cream as much. No, because none of the ice cream places are open. Yeah. Because, like, the mermaid place where I got my mermaid makeup for last time, like, it was not closed. It was, like, that one year back. Oh, what? Oh, Bowfish? They've been doing, like, virtual shopping, so uh, she's been there, and you can FaceTime in and, and buy clothes that way, and uh, they've been doing a lot of online stuff, and that's how everything's moved to it. Like, you did, like, a... Um, remember you did online karaoke, right? Yeah. And, like... It's pretty fun doing online stuff. And through Zoom, right? Yeah, because I don't want to get anybody else sick, because if I was sick... I would just have to stay inside every day. Yeah, I know, but, like, well, the biggest problem is they don't know who is sick, and some people have it, and they don't have any symptoms. So, like, you could have had it already. I could have had it already, but we didn't know it, and then we pass it to other people, and that's the scary part, and that's why we're all staying home. Yeah, because, like, you have to take your temperature to know if you have the pandemic and if you want, if you want to know, you have to go and use your temperature thing. Yeah, well, um, that's one of the ways to find out if you you are sick with it. And um, and they have uh, like these testing places, but uh, they haven't really been available around here much. Uh, yeah, because they're only available. I saw one and. It was on the screen, and it looked like it was, like, all the way in Florida. Yeah, there. I mean, there is one kind of close, but you need uh, an appointment, and it's kind of, they only do a certain amount a day, and so it's it's been tough. They were doing all the first responders first, and then I think it's open up now, but you need a prescription, and, um, yeah, it's just not as easy as they'd like to think, and, um... Yeah. So, I mean, that's why we have to stay home because, yeah, we just don't know. Yep. Do you, uh, has this whole thing made you scared or anything? Not at all. Really? Yeah. But there's actually some scary stuff. Like what? Like, if something happened to someone in our family, if it someone in our family got it... It'd be scary, right? Yeah. Would that make you sad? Well, yeah. Do you, know what hap- do you know what happens when the people get sick? I know. What? They sometimes, if they get really, really, if they get sicker... They probably would die. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people are dying, and that's that's what uh, the, the scariest part about it is. We we want to just make sure everybody stays safe, and uh, yeah. Because like ten thousand thousand eight hundred fifty two people 
Not yet. It's more than that. And Wait. 8,852,852,000. Oh, that's a big number. Well, that's actually not a real number. No, it's not a real number. But it would actually be like 1,000 people. 1,000? Yeah. All right, well, is there anything else you want to talk about? Not really. I just hope everything goes back to normal soon or whatever the new normal may be. And I hope, um, I don't know, I just wanted to have a conversation with Kalani about her opinion on things and to try to to get uh, just an unfiltered perspective because, like, we talk about it sometimes, but uh, we never, like, sat. And I don't know, I just like to give her a, an opportunity to to just say what's on her mind and uh because it's interesting to to see see the perspective of a child sometimes and it it helps me to understand how she is better and um especially in such a weird weird world we're living in right now and i don't know so thanks for being here i mean you live here but thanks for joining me Mm -hmm. and um yeah, we hope you guys are all safe out there and and that it seems to be there is some light at the end of the tunnel. So I hope that um, you just stay home and stay well and and I hope that mentally we all get through this and just reach out to friends. Um, we try to FaceTime with some people, right? Yep. I tried to FaceTime with Aria. Yesterday, right? She didn't answer. But it's okay. We'll call her again, right? Yeah, we'll call her today probably. And we've been writing letters. You wrote a letter to Jean today. We can go old school. Yeah. And, yeah. We just try to think of some new things to do. And um, So thank you guys for listening. And we will see you again soon. And uh, you want to say bye? Bye. We will see you later. Thank you guys for listening and thanks for tuning in and stay well and stay healthy. Love you. Mm-hmm.